This is Amy Poehler. My new movie, Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2, is coming to theaters June 14th, and it's making me feel joy and sadness and anger. Definitely some disgust. Rose! And I think a little fear. But I'm also feeling these new emotions like anxiety, embarrassment, envy, and ennui. It's what you call the boredom. Okay, that one was weird. It's going to be the feel-everything movie of the summer. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. Rated PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only in theaters June 14. Get tickets now. Last week, we were talking about baby names, all right? Yeah, and yeah. Uh, basically just goofing on people who choose fucking stupid-ass baby names. Right. Like, you ridicule. Claps? Yeah, exactly. That was the story. No, okay. um, so... I go over to my friend's house. I, I went over to Chase's house, one of our patrons. I say his name each and every episode because, you know, we got to thank them sweet ass patrons. That's true. But we'll go over to his house like last week and we were talking about, since my wife and I are kind of, we're, we're trying to have a baby. We were talking about baby names and especially how weird the baby names were in the app that we we're using. Yep. Not just the like weird Pokemon ones, but just other weird ones in general. Yeah. Who, who fucking and, likes Franklin? What a dumb name. I get it. Dude, okay, okay, so Franklin actually came up, and I was just like, like the turtle? Yeah, and my wife dude. was like, I like the turtle, and I was like, I like the turtle. Oh, like, let's shit. fucking go. Oh, I don't man. like the name Franklin, but I like that turtle, bro. So are you going to get a turtle I, instead of a kid? You just name it Franklin? Clearly, that's the way to do it, you know? Dude, turtles, like, I had a turtle when I was a kid. My ferret cracked it open like it was a fucking egg and ate it, so. What? Yeah. No joke. Yeah. Yeah. She climbed like in the tank and just fucking ate the turtle. It was insane. Honestly, I'm so glad I didn't see it because I think that would have scarred me for life. Damn. I would have been like, I would have gone on some sort of rampage and just annihilated all ferrets or it's just like rodents on earth. You Poor know what Franklin. I mean? Franklin. Yeah. Yeah, dude. He got, he got fucked. I mean, his name was Speedy, but let's just, for the yeah, sake of this story, Franklin. let's call him Franklin. All turtles are Franklin. <laughs> That's just a known fact. Every turtle is just Franklin. But we were just going through different names and it's crazy like the reasons why you do and do not like certain names yeah. where it was like, oh, I knew a person that had that name. Nah, they fucking sucked. Mm -hmm, and eventually mm -hmm. my Chase was like, what about Emmett? I like the name Emmett for like a boy because my wife and I have this issue. I think I talked about it where we are having we have like so many girls names that we really like, yep. but boys names we have a lot of trouble with for some reason. But he was like, what about Emmett? And I was like, actually, I worked with an Emmett and dude was the biggest homophobe I've ever met in my life. Mm. It was super uncomfortable. One of the reasons I quit was mainly because one day he like. This was like the weirdest justification I'd ever heard. Like, not that there's any good justification for homophobia, obviously, but like, he was like, I just don't understand how you could be gay because like, how are you going to hit on a dude? When you walk up to a girl, you could say, hey, nice tits. What are you going to say? Hey, nice cock. And I was like, you don't say or, either of those yeah. things, bro. What but, do you mean? But I mean... <laughs> Someone walked up to me and said, "Hey, nice cock." I mean, I guess yeah. I'm gonna have to blow him. I don't know. I know you. Th That's at that moment, me. you're just like, I mean, well, "Fuck, you got me." It is pretty nice. I guess. It was, I, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't have to do. Either, I found it. Right. So, I found it so weird. Where I was just like, honestly, I truly do not understand how you got anyone to marry you if you just walked up to them and said, "Hey, nice tits," because that's fucked up. And two, like, just. 
just don't comment on any bodily function. You know what I mean? Just be like, hey, what's up? I'm a human being. Let's have a conversation. Well, but no, I, I guess say that. Like, then you sound like a robot. I'm not trusting anybody exactly. who says that shit to me. <laughs> it's one of those things where you're just like. I don't know. Like, like you're gonna have to do one of these little tile things. Be yeah. sure to click on all of the different like fucking stoplights. Yeah, does I this, sure does this picture look like a train? Which one has a train <laughs> in it? Well, when you answer all of them correctly, I'll talk to you. It that yeah. reminds me of like, have you? I, I, for some reason, this has been coming up lately in some of my feeds of just things that I'm seeing where people are like under this impression of like because there's so many conscious human beings in planet Earth. There's these theories of like you might be the only one who is really conscious. And so there's this whole like idea that everyone around you is just an NPC essentially in video game terms. And I was like, what a, a horrifying idea to just come up with. I mean, and also when you think about it, what a vain idea that you're just like, obviously the world is stupid because like, obviously all of their opinions are dumb because I'm the only sentient being on this entire, yeah. like how well, in that, in that I mean, moment, how would you know that you are not an NPC? Do you yeah, think NPCs sure. just walk around knowing that they're not I mean, like, do the programs in the matrix outside of like, I don't know, the fucking Oracle know that they're just like beep boops and zeep zeeps. You know what I mean? Like, it's just. I don't know. Oh. I mean, well, that's what's so scary, right? Is like everyone's own perception of reality could be that like everything on earth is just your mind playing a game or like, yeah, this I mean, is you coming up with this world around you. It's especially weird when you like, uh, obviously like there are certain things that are a little bit different where it's like colorblindness aside, the way people perceive color is entirely different. Yeah. Like I mm -hmm. could see green and green looks different to me than it does you. And that is legitimately baffling. Yeah. It's so weird. And it's like, so how yeah. do you describe that? You know, yeah. it's just what you perceive it as. And you're like, it's green. It's and they're great. like, but no, like what, what shade of, <laughs> maybe that's why colors have gotten so annoying and have 85,000 different shades. Yeah. It's not that they actually do. It's just that like 85 different, like honorable people were like, I yeah, know. this is a new shade because this is how I perceive the color pink or that's, whatever. That's like, why it's, we just have to stop using colors and just start talking in hexadecimal and like RGB values. Yeah. <laughs> That I mean, there are people who do that where they're just like, oh, this is the specific value. Like it's red number this or whatever. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. You're like, I think you need to chill like that. <laughs> yeah. Like that's one of those moments where yeah. you're just like, oh, you call back to that. Uh, How many trains the are in this picture? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to IndiePod, an indie games podcast, your weekly source for all the indie games news you need to know. This week, we are bringing you one indie game news story. And it's a ridiculous one. We hop in to all of I honestly, I'm so excited to get into it <laughs> because it's so fucking stupid. Yes. Like it's. <laughs> insane but before we get into that of course we are also i mean not before we get into that we're also going to get into news cram new stuff indie shout outs and your listener questions but of course my name is von hyde alongside my illustrious co-host the biggest of average josh boys how you doing today big josh boy doing well second week back of the year yeah kind of tap like tapering off this start of the week i was just like nah I'm kind of over it already. You know, I know, dude, I, like yeah. right literally today. I was just like, 
I'm not feeling it. I'm not. You know? <laughs> so I felt I was like, all right, I'm just here, I guess. Yeah. It's like, what if we just like try again next week? You know what yeah. I mean? Just they, like, let's. My company did this thing. I thought it was really funny. It was like a team. Uh, we always have these uh, weekly team meetings where we get to t- together and we talk about everything uh, that's happening in like the week. And so uh, the head of marketing wants to do this little exercise and it's like you're gonna you come up with a word that describes how you feel uh the the week is or not the week but how you feel you want to attack like 2022 right like what's the word and people were like courage dedication and i was like take three (laughs) (laughs) because of everything that's happened with covid i was like it's take three baby let's see if this is an actual good year (laughs) Dude, I do love those where it's just like you can see who's got their like how far people's lips are from their boss's butt cheeks by the word that they choose. And like that person who said courageous, you know that they're just like, you know what I mean? Uh They're like deep in the booty hole Uh where it's just like, bro. Let's be honest here. This year's going to suck. Like, let's just be free. Well, based on the last couple of things we've uh, had in just the 10 days of this year, it's raring up to be a good one. Let me, yeah, let me tell you that. Yeah. I mean, freaking Bob Saget died. Dude, that was insane. Bob Saget, 65 years old. To be honest, not not a big fan of Bob Saget or Betty White. Don't really care. Oh my but God. Like, no, Betty White sucks that a human being died. Yeah, you know it what does. I mean? It does. It is, it is interesting though, because like, I think it's so crazy when I'm seeing all these these articles that are talking about it, obviously, and people like comments that are like, oh, 65. How did he die? How did he die? Must have been drugs. Must have been drugs. And I'm like, the dude's 65. Like, you could just die at 65. Yeah. Like, I don't know why people are like freaking out. I'm like, it's, you know, some people get to be like Betty White and are 100 or almost 100. But like other people just might not make it based on health choice, like life choices or random health issues that come up yeah i don't know he could have like a fucking congenital heart defect or some shit like but also could be meth he was in florida who knows a bro could have like fucking elvis it and actually died on the toilet like nobody knows it's it's whatever you know what are you gonna do that's moving on of course we gotta go through our housekeeping before we get into what we've been playing this week check out our developer interview with Miro Straka. That's right. That's right. I believe. That's right. uh, Of Straka.studio or just Straka Studio. I don't really know. They're the developer of Loot River. That interview is going live on Wednesday, January 12th. So be sure to check that one out. Of course, each and every Wednesday, you can check out our awesome developer interviews. Big Josh Bo puts a lot of time and effort into them, and they're absolutely fantastic. Thank you. So make sure to check them out every Wednesday. Uh, while you're doing that, might as well. Like, I'm assuming you're near some sort of device, you know? Like, uh, a fucking Nokia flip phone that you could access the browser. It's like the first one that you could ever do that. You pop in there. You go to Teespring. You find fucking IndiePod, and you you pick up a t-shirt. Like, this t-shirt is available. Mm-hmm. I had to put this t-shirt on because... For some reason, my fucking camera will not recognize any dark colors. It's absolutely absurd. You're but too white. Be sure to pick those up. I know it's like your pa- your skin is too pale. It's like starting to basically like judge my fashion sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like I really uh, you can't pull that off. It's not great for your skin tone. You know <laughs> you what I mean? Should. Just like how about you go change? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So thank you so much, Logitech Brio. You are a straight up asshole. Uh, also head over to YouTube, type in IndiePod. You can easily find these episodes on video. Uh, leave us reviews on any site in which you could do so, specifically iTunes and Spotify will help us out a lot. And lastly, thank you so much to all of our amazing patrons at the $3 tier or higher. Woo-hoo. If you give us any amount of time or any amount of your money, we absolutely love you and we thank you so much for it. But of course, we got to run through these $3 patrons. So thank you so much to Ryan, Ethan, a gamer for fun. John. <laughs> it's just John. <laughs> Zach Durham, Chase Hopkins, Philip Redshaw, the one better Australia, and Sam Fillion from Canada. Thank you all so much. You're all so amazing. And Big Josh, boy, you have finally, finally. been playing some Hotline Miami finally. Uh, by Denaton Games. I'm so bad at reading. Yeah, obviously. I'm pretty sure it's Denaton. But like. How you feeling, dude? Considering I'm assuming you've been to Miami, is this an accurate depiction of it? Like there's people just <laughs> oh, yeah, animal masks animal running masks around murdering each other? Killing each other. Dude, it's nuts. Just guns flying everywhere. Dogs trying to okay, attack you. Okay. It's pretty crazy. Um, You're like, actually, it's a little bit different. It's actual animals running around and killing people. Like it's they have AK-47s and such. It's yeah, not dude. like people in animal masks. All right, all right. But what do you think about the game? Um, so yeah, I played this because, uh, a lot of people were like, you gotta play it after, uh, especially when I said, Hey, hotline Miami, it's one of the ones that I've never tried out. And I have wanted to try this for a while. It was on, uh, the winter sale and I was like, all right, I'll just pick it up. Cause it was only like a dollar or two. Cause it's a pretty old game. Um, it's a good price. It's a good, I mean, you caught me, man. You give me those deals. I'll play anything. Um, well, not anything. I'm not going to make that actual. <laughs> I do. Princess and Conquest is like $5 right now. Like, I that's, a, think, that's a good price right there. I don't there. think I'll You ever... like JRPGs? Let's fucking I go. I do like Josh JRPGs, <laughs> but there's a, a caveat in that. Um, okay, so moving on. Hotline Miami. This is actually, like, I'm not going to go too far into it because it's a pretty old game. I think people know it. But honestly, I just wanted to give, like, a quick update on it. I'm about, like, halfway through it. I'm actually really digging it. It's a lot different. So, like, we're going to talk uh, a little bit later this month about uh, my impressions on my friend Pedro in our, like, book club. But quick, you know, like, b- before I, we even talk about it, I wasn't as crazy about my friend Pedro. It was good, but it was, like, a little meh. Whereas Hotline Miami has... I feel like the same kind of mentality of just like shoot, shoot, kill and just chaoticness. But it's the fact that it's so fast paced and it's the you screw up, you try it again. You screw up, you try it again. And it's like this very uh, which which makes me like leads me to believe that I'd probably like that one uh, ninja game that came out uh, a little bit ago. I can't remember. You played a little bit of it, um, but it has the same. Ninja game. It's like some kind of assassin game. I can't remember. It's fine. It doesn't matter. But it's just it's very fast paced. It's very much just chaoticness of trying to go in there and kill as many people as you can. Well, obviously, there's only the amount of people that you can kill, but doing it in a number of different ways. I love finding the little smaller (coughs) things where like if you go and try to interact with the world, like it took me a while in this one room where I found out there was a boiling pot of water. And I was like, I tried to pick up a gun and pick that up instead. And I was like, what the fuck I can use this and then threw it at people and melted their faces and killed them. And I was like, Oh, that's great. And so it's all (laughs) about just finding like things. And there's like, it's so fast paced and like very twitchy where you'll click one wrong button and you'll screw up your whole run. And you're like, Oh God damn it. 
but at the same time it's like a good yeah you're back just, in a snap you're back like, in a snap you just click you a just, button you're going again and you just go with it and it's like the story from it super confusing i have no idea what's going on there's always a guy who's giving you free food and free items and he's always the same guy but he works at multiple locations i don't know if that's just an art thing because they just didn't want to make multiple assets but i'm like why is this same guy working at multiple companies and then you keep he's going like the ford crawler guy he's yes. like i'm not the same he's like they in every different, different location and he's always giving you free stuff he's like oh we're friends on the house and i'm like who are you i don't know <laughs> some sort of fucking eldritch god there's he's just yeah like he's the just everywhere out like ak-47s i'm so well no because that one is the one who's not like he has no uh idea that you're killing a bunch of people he's just like oh you're my buddy or whatever did you hear about the killings and you're like <laughs> killings what killings and then you go he's like and, is that blood on you you're like Ketchup. Like ketchup, lots of ketchup. <laughs> uh, I the fact that it's in Miami doesn't really like. There's nothing about Miami uh, from my perspective, just because it's so chaotic. You're just walking into random buildings. You're just killing a bunch of people. Maybe there's some relevance to something in time that I don't know about. <laughs> Whatever. But I do enjoy the fact that you're always wearing those masks, and that each one of them have different like slight modifications. There's one mask that'll give you more guns in it. One that the one that I really like is where you open a door and it'll just kill someone instantly if they're next to it because it's so ridiculous because i just i there was one map where i literally just hid and there were people who were going around in a big circle it was like five people and i just kept opening the door and walking away and like no one like pays attention to that if it's that type of kill so it would just be like a door would open and kill a guy and then they would just keep walking and as they're walking they would close the door and then i would just bop them again and just like over and over again it was like the stupidest type of combo but there's all types of little things like that you can play it however you want and i really enjoy that aspect of it um story like i said super weird you randomly have these moments where you just halfway through uh start talking to these people in the costumes like the masks don't know why don't know why you're getting a ton of calls from random people who are like hey take care of my kids wink 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 or like come over <laughs> and help with the hotel we needed uh, someone to cover a shift wink 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 and i'm like okay sure and so i'm just killing so i don't know anything about it but i'm having fun with it pretty good all right okay and you're also playing the pedestrian by skookum arts this one is super interesting yes i've Especially because, like, I think I talked about this on, like, last week's episode, my weird thing about staring out the side of, like, car windows and thinking about, like, a fucking little stick man running all around. Like, this is, the pedestrian is oddly similar to that idea. Yes. And it very much plays into that where I there's so much about this that I love and so much about it that I don't just because it's a puzzle game and i always run like every puzzle game i play halfway through and i'm like i'm enjoying myself but i immediately get fatigued because i just feel like that's how puzzle games work for me personally but like if you're a fan of puzzle games you got to check this one out because it's really good it is essentially you playing as a bunch of cross sign walks like you're this little tiny guy that you would find uh and you (laughs) At the start, you could either pick the the like stereotypical male or female, like you would see on a bathroom door as the gender of your character, and then you just play as that character for the entirety of it. Um, and you move around through these signs that would be, you know, common signs at first. And then it's literally just different type of puzzles with those signs where you're moving through a world, but it's 
you're moving through a world where each of those signs are on walls of some place, like you're in a sewer or you're in a city street or you're at a university. And as you're moving past a sign and going through like a door from one end of a sign, you then keep moving throughout the world as you're holding down on that button to either go, you know, like whatever direction it is. So it's this weird, like breaking uh, character or breaking the fourth wall of like you moving throughout this world wall on these signs and then you'll get to sections where you'll kind of be like the puzzle aspect where you have maybe like five or so plaques like little tiny signs and you have to move them around and link doors together based on like certain areas or certain ladders that are on those signs together. So it's a puzzle where you're not only just doing the platforming aspect of it, but then you have to move pieces around in the right order, connect the right things and make sure that you do it in a certain way. Because once you connect them all, when you start going through and try to move from one plaque to another plaque to another plaque, if you try to disconnect it or change it because you're like, oh, I messed up with this, you have to redo the entire thing. And then they start laying, layering on different aspects where you have to find pieces in, in different areas and do like little mini puzzles or they'll, they'll spice it up where they have certain pieces where rather than just connecting them, sometimes they have it where you can't move the pieces to, to connect. So you have to do it in a certain order or they'll do these ones with, uh, I think it's when you get to this like chalkboard type world where you can lay these signs on top of one another to make doors into another place. And like, you have to keep uh, laying each one on top of another, uh, like another, but it's not uh, inherently just obvious. So it's very unique in that sense. I think it, from, you know, like a puzzle aspect, it's not the hardest, I wouldn't say, um, but it can be challenging just because depending on the way you look at things, like I, got tripped up at first just because you have to rearrange things a lot and it's very like spatial awareness when it comes to this type of game um but honestly like the takeaway that i got from it is just i fucking love the art style to this like that is the one thing that is just it's so cool from a just concept and the way they did this of you moving from sign to sign um if you don't like puzzle games do not play this watch maybe a little bit of it just to see what this game looks like because it's super cool the way they did it of you moving from this section to section but like it's a puzzle game at heart like there's a the the very tiniest bit of platforming but it's just it's a puzzle game okay all right uh for me this week i've been playing some more eastward um i've gotten to a point where it seems like there's just a lot of like for in I guess in like anime terms or just in general kind of like storytelling outside video game terms. It seems like there's a lot of filler in this game mm. where you just start doing miscellaneous crap for really no reason. Like mm. there there's there's like no rhyme or reason as to why I needed to go to this casino or why I needed to do this or that. And it it's getting a little bit tiresome, especially because I was so excited to finally get to like this story. So excited to finally start learning about what's up with Sam and what's up with these harvesters and shit. And then it's just like, yeah, you're just in new damn city doing some fucking weird shit. And I'm like, I get it. But also like, come on. I just want to <laughs> know what's fucking happening in this game. I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. 
I'm going to keep playing because I think it's fun. But yeah, it's it definitely ebbs and flows with me where I enjoy it, but I'm really in it for that story because I don't think the gameplay is anything special. And that story just disappears for long periods of time. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah, that's fun. But yeah, that's all I really have to say about it. Not too much more. So let's head into our first news story and our last news story of today. This one is written by Kate Gray. It's over on Nintendo Life. Just got to say real quick, okay? We haven't seen Liam Doolin all that much. Like, you know, <laughs> he's doing well. We know that because we've seen him on the Nintendo Life. But Kate Gray, I was going through. This peep is like writing a lot of shit. They're yeah. writing a lot. The, okay, new, the so, new Liam Doolin, you know? Yeah, Somebody's Kate Gray going to be the new Liam Doolin. Maybe we'll eventually get them on the show because Liam did not have good enough internet to come on and yeah. be joked at, basically. I think, yeah, I think that was just an excuse. I Liam, know. He, like, watched an episode. He's like, he was like, I'm not going on this fucking show. I'm good. You know, (laughs) like maybe he was, maybe he was just intimidated by you. You know, he's Mm. like, man, that's a cute boy right there. I don't know. I don't know. Like that's gotta be it. I mean, yeah. He's like, there'd be too much ugly on this podcast. Otherwise, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Well, that's uh, that was a shot at me, by the way. I know. Fucking Liam. It sounded like you were going for Liam. I was like, now he really won't show up. You're like, please tell me how you really feel. No, that was definitely about me, but I realize now that that was uh, not necessarily the case. So the news story <laughs> is that uh, fucking, okay, I'm not even really going to go into this news story because it's so fucking stupid. I got to be honest. A little bit. But like, this was reported on by like every fucking outlet I yep. came across. They were like, hey, guess what? The Pope inadvertently listened to Megalovania. And I'm like, Okay, what's the news story here? And it's like, here's the biggest travesty of all of this. It's not the fact that like seemingly people didn't want to delve in and get different indie news stories or or that there's like a, a dearth of indie news stories going on right now. The biggest issue with all of this is that that looks like the most boring circus I've ever seen. Bro, like when you go in in front of the Pope, why are you juggling? What? Why is that the first thing you shoot to is to juggle? I mean, maybe like maybe I just didn't see the hour before where they were doing all the cool like, I don't know, fucking Cirque du Soleil shit like they were doing some awesome stuff. But this Megalovania part is so fucking boring to the point where I was like, where's the circus? Like, I don't I don't. I don't know. I guess it's like off to the side and it's just like two people. There's a band playing Megalovania and then there's just some guy sitting there juggling. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> amazing. I can't believe it. I do think Fucking it's, dumb. it's very, I mean, we should probably talk about the actual story so we give context, but like, I think this is super weird because he didn't ask, like, did he ask for this? Like it's, people are coming to one conclusion and I don't think, it has anything from, to do with his interest. From what I understand, uh, so all of this kind of stems off of like a 2016 joke uh, wherein like YouTuber Matt had apparently interviewed the Pope and gave him a copy of Undertale because it was like meant to represent how far games have come and how they kind of bridge the gap between like what would be thought of the violence of video games because uh-huh. they at the time were thought of as being super violent. I mean... They just like 
whatever they they were thought to be like making people violent so matt pat was like no i'll show you again whatever give fucking undertale and uh it became a meme after that to which like fucking in 2022 the pope just happens to like it seems like during this, uh, so it says fast forward to January 5th, 2022, Pope Francis held a general audience, which he does every Wednesday to greet pilgrims. This one was a little different though, because around one hour in, uh, he would be treated to a jazzy little performance of megalovania. And it's like, there's just a performance going on yeah. and they happened to fucking perform this song and everyone's like what oh my god <laughs> they're pope and undertale are like the same thing again it's like he loves <laughs> undertale and i'm like bro like does he though do you think the pope fucking played undertale i doubt it like i get that this pope is a cool guy like i think it it's been reported that bro plays a switch but like i don't know it's a, it's a pretty big leap to hear like some bystanders like playing a fucking song and then be like, that must be the Pope's favorite song. Like it's like when you walk yeah. down the street and like you, there's like a busker or whatever you like, whatever the, the term actually is for that. And it's just like, Oh man, you must really like fucking, I don't know, like nine inch nails. Cause some random dude on the street was playing it when you walked by. <laughs> it's like, like, okay. I don't know. Yeah, It's super. Yeah. It's like, I don't think the Pope goes about, and handpicks every song they're going to play in this meet. I don't think he has any idea what they're going to play. And also, there was an hour earlier of all kinds of songs that were played. Why aren't we like, the Pope fucking loves this one band. And he also is a musician and can fly. Like, all kinds of random shit. Like, who knows? <laughs> like, the Pope is a big fan of thick, uh, like, thick, thick bitches and anime titties. Like, I don't know. What's, big what's waifu fan. That's what I hear. <laughs> Um, I mean, it's a really weird story. I get that people are trying to really hardly grasp at some roots that aren't there and connect the dots of, of this. But like, until the Pope is like, you'll check out this Undertale, pretty good game. Then I'll be like, fuck. All right, Pope. Like, what's up? The Pope rolls up his sleeve to show a fucking dope ass Sans tattoo and then like Megalovania plays and he just like jitters off the stage in a weird like creepy ass eldritch way. What? Yeah. Then I would be like, yeah, he's a fan of Undertale. And okay. And also All right. very strange. Yeah. I, I Dude, you best believe the fucking like tippy top of the Catholic church has some sort of paranormal ability. You know, he could he could jitter. If there's one person on earth that I believe could phase in and out of existence, it would be the Pope. You know all what right, I mean? All right. I, sure. Lizard people are among us, Big Josh Boy. That's all I'm saying. Oh, why not? <laughs> I mean, I live in Florida. I see a lot of crocodiles and lizards. So I'm sure... Checks out. I'm sure there could be something there. Uh, also, I love that, like, it's, it's not even directly in front of the Pope or anything like it's not even the actual focus of what's happening. There's just a band off to the side yeah, and I don't even bland. know, like it's, it's such a far away video that you can't even see like if the Pope is like turned to look at it. Yeah. It just seems like he's looking straight forward he's and people just, are like, hot damn. He the loves Pope is an undertale master dude. He fucking loves undertale. Yeah. My favorite okay. part about all of this is the fact that, um, 
Megalovania, there is in the comments if you read, Megalovania is one of the songs that came from the genocide run of Undertale, which is like killing everything. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's the song you should pick for the Pope is about killing everyone. <laughs> Maybe this circus is like maybe this band is like trying to incept the idea into the Pope. They're trying they're trying to start a new crusade. Big Josh boy if fucking let's go. Let's start up this hype machine. This We're is, trying to gaslight some people. I can also, see I think that. it's hilarious that at the bottom of the article, they're like, BT dubs, this is the same audience in which Pope Francis said that people were selfish for having pets and not children. And it's like, maybe he should play Undertale again. And I'm like. Like, you know, a good third of that game is about massacring all of these cute creatures, right? Like, it's not. I love how people tend to, like, kind of cherry pick the nice things about Undertale. But it's like, it's entirely possible that you do some fucked shit in that game. Like, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. Granted, there are several endings that are nice, but could be bad. Yeah, it's it's a little weird, but also. I don't see people being selfish for having pets and not children. Like the world is overpopulated. Fucking get over yourself. Like if anything, people are being selfish because they're not like adopting kids. There's so many kids without homes. That's fucking give them homes, you know? But like I say that I was like, yeah, I was just trying to have a kid. I know. I was just thinking that, dude. (laughs) So I have actually, I've spoken to my (laughs) wife about it and I've, I've like tried to convince her that we should like adopt a kid. But the biggest hurdle is that it actually costs a lot of yeah, money. Yeah, it's not cheap. It's a... Uh, Which is fucking insane. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense because they're literally like wards of the state and constantly people are like, oh, I don't know. I don't like people living off of government tea or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. It's just a bunch of dumb shit. But then it's like, I'm literally trying to like pay for this person's existence. Just why do I have to meet this like weird ass, like $20,000 barrier of entry? Like it makes no fucking sense, but whatever. I mean, granted you can get obviously like tax breaks and stuff. And I want to make sure people don't take advantage of it, but yeah, it's we went on a weird tangent here. Oh yeah, definitely. It was all the Pope and it was that, it was the fucking genocide music. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? yeah. Yeah. All this, all this talk about killing people really making me want to adopt a baby. <laughs> so it is time for us to hop into news. Cram. Cram. If you're an athlete, you know, the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
News Cram is our weekly wrap-up segment where we, the hosts of IndiePod and Indie Games Podcast, cram you full of all sorts of Indie Games news. This week, we do not have any quick news stories for you, but we do have one new deal of quick steal and, of course, a bunch of new stuff. So, our first and only de- uh, new deals and quick steals for this week comes by way of Polygon, where it supported that a bunch of awesome indies. Oh my god, dude, do you ever have it where you accidentally bite your teeth? <laughs> bite my teeth? Yeah, like you're talking really quickly and then your bottom jaw just like smacks your top and you just bite your tooth. I don't think so. I think that's a I'm not thing. a fan. Yeah, I'm not, I do it often. You got to chip your teeth I'm like not, that. You got to. Oh, I have. You got to slow yeah, down, it's not buddy. fun. I talk very wide. So. I'm, Hello. Where it is reported that a bunch of awesome Andes are I think <laughs> headed you should to always, the Xbox Game That's how we should be the entire during, time. <laughs> <laughs> During the month of January, such as Spelunky 2 on the 13th, uh, coming to both console and PC, Gorogoa. Yeah, I think it's Gorogoa. I think it's how you're supposed to say yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's already on there as of the 4th on console and PC, and Ember uh, is already on there as of the 6th of uh, in with console and PC. I believe the, the Pedestrian, which you're playing, was actually just added as well. A mm. bunch of really awesome indie games just added to Xbox Game Pass. I, I can't 100% guaranteed on both console and PC for literally everything, of course, but be sure to check, check that out if check you've got out. Game Pass. Good stuff. Which you should because it's a fantastic deal. <laughs> but time just headed to some new stuff. I had to. Burp, you sound so you know? drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, you do have to wonder how many people think I just get lit before coming on this fucking podcast. <laughs> like, there's no way he's that dumb. Yeah, I'm like, I'm dumb. I just ate hella meatballs and like, it's time to record. Let's fucking go, big Josh boy. Dude, uh, so our first four items in new stuff. Yeah, my wife made like. They were Hawaiian, like Hawaiian chili meatballs or something like that. And it was like just it was like pineapple, uh, some like different like peppers, some like honey in the sauce. And she like marinated these delish fucking mm-hmm. meatballs in All the right. sauce, I'm put over. it over rice. It was pretty delish. And then like my wife is like, do you like it? And I'm like, to be honest, I mostly just taste meatball, but like I like meatballs. So, so yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> meatballs are great. <laughs> yeah, it's like I I get a little taste of honey and a little taste of pineapple every now and then. But it's mostly meatball, but I like meatballs. So don't worry. It's good shit. There you go. Uh but our first four items in new stuff come away with Nintendo Life. We supported that Terraria's Journey's End update is now available on the Nintendo Switch. That playable crewmates in Endless Lost Popular Deception Game Among Us are set to become Nendroid collectibles uh, mm-hmm. in September of 2022. Nendroid is like a, I would say, a premium collectible brand. They are these posable statues. Typically, they cost I mean, it all just depends. Like, obviously, they're not the $500 fucking anime waifu statues, but they typically can cost between $60 to $100. These ones, I believe, are actually only like $34. Yeah, so yeah, $34. it all just kind of depends on the brand. But I, I think this one, um, they're either like it's a set of three or there are three different ones that are each $34. But there's like a, I believe it's called like Chartreuse or... It's it looks like fucking green or teal. It's teal. Like I'm not yeah, playing teal, this black game. and red. Yeah, it's definitely teal. Yeah. In the article that I read, it said some weird ass fucking name for it. And I was like, that's just teal. Like 
Why are you being it's weird cyan. about this? Cyan, that's the... No, it's fucking teal. Like, leave me alone, it's, you know? It's cyan. <sighs> and yes, each one is $34. Oh, there you go. There you go. Uh, that visual novel, Arcadia Fallen by gladra studios is now available on the nintendo switch and the puzzle platformer watermelon blocks by mira games is now available on the nintendo switch and lastly over on ign it is reported that action rpg nobody saves the world by Drinkbox studios is headed to xbox platforms meaning series xs xbox one uh, as well as pc via steam on january 18th it's also available on the windows store but that's kind of like well, it's coming to Xbox platform, so PC, but whatever. Yeah, all sorts of fun stuff. Yeah, you excited, Big Dude, Josh Boy? I I'm, saw that you're trying to get I'm people trying to, to get, make this our fucking next book club. I want this to be our next book club. I'm trying. It's oh, man. All right. I like the demo. I, I, I want to see more of it. I think they'd be into it, you know, because yeah, yeah, it's yeah. not a walking simulator. It's true. Phil has gone on the record saying that he will, like, straight up murder me and or everyone else on Earth. If he has to play another walking simulator. Yeah. So no, like no walking. I mean, there is walking. Yeah. But there's there's uh, more buttons that you can press. So. Okay. Good okay. game. All right. Got lots so of So it buttons. sounds like we'd be in that little safe zone. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I'm always okay. looking for a safe zone here. <laughs> so big josh boy i'm i'm continuing with this lazy fucking segue until i eventually write a new one i like we've it. been blessed with so many amazing indie game news stories that it's time for us to get back to the creators in our next segment this is where me and big josh boy find all sorts of indie games just around the world of the games industry and we talk about them these are our indie game shout outs for this week Shout-o. big josh boy yes what's your shout out i just like headbutted my mic fun stuff so Mine today, uh, last time, I'm, I'm going to try to like go back and forth between games that are actually out versus games that aren't out, because I think it'll be nice to not only be like, hey, man, there's a game coming out eventually, right? So I chose the, a game that's been out for a little bit of time now. Um, this is one called Webbed. It is a game where you play as a spider. It is based on you slinging web and very like Spider-Man, you know, just going from one area to the next and propelling yourself using, uh, I think it's real uh, physics-based engine so that the web and things like that that you're shooting out can also hold things and you can propel yourself through different areas. And I also just watched the uh, entire playthrough of it uh, from a speed run because GDQ is back and I love GDQ. And I was like, this is a cool little game. Obviously, anyone who plays it and picks it up would not play it the same way because this was completed in like 19 minutes, whereas I think it's like a couple hours you're supposed to be playing for. But, you know, we all can't be these crazy speedrun masters. Uh, Instead, just be a cute little spider boy who's shooting webs and uh, also shooting lasers for some reason. Why not? Damn. Okay. Yeah. All right. I see that there's a skateboarding Santa, you know, like there's some crazy shit in this game. You do have to love that. Like, I'm pretty sure there's somebody out there who's already said this, but like the swinging in this game looks better than the fucking Spider-Man in Marvel's Avengers. You know what I mean? Like the Square Enix's Marvel Avengers game. So like, yeah. Everybody just pick up fucking web. Do you know what I mean? It's it's only 10 bucks over on Steam. Only 10 bucks. You get to feel like Spider-Man with a gun. Oh, shit. What okay. Do you, want? you always wonder why Spider-Man doesn't carry a pistol. It's like, bro, why are you punching people? Just fucking get them. You know what yeah. I mean? Why? Uh, taking too long. 
Speaking of just gadding people, my indie shout out for this week is a game that came out at the beginning of September. Um, it's called Century Age of Ashes. It's, really it's cool. a game we saw way back when. I think it was originally revealed to the Game Awards 2020. So it's been, you know, a little bit over a year. But me being a big fan of things like Aragon when I was a kid mm-hmm. and like, I mean, the book was cool. The movie was cool. Obviously, I know it's butt now, but the movie was cool. And I even played the game based on the movie. There was a game? Which is, yeah, it was a really not good game <laughs> based on the movie, but I played it. And so when Century Age of Ashes was originally revealed, I thought it looked so, so cool. The art style is really, really crisp. It looks fucking awesome. And... It's got some dope ass fucking combat. Like it seems really, really cool. And from what I understand, hearing people talk about it, you play like multiple different classes. So these different classes, like your dragon actually controls a little bit differently and you have different abilities. Plus there are different gameplay modes where it's like, sometimes it's just kind of like a TDM where you just kill other dragons, but other times you can be like the, the objective is to go through like rings as well and kind of like a capture the flag scenario. So I think it seems really cool. It's free to play from what I understand on steam. I don't, know about like everything else but yeah century age of ashes if you've got some time and you want to check out a dope ass fucking like dragon game check it out yeah it actually looks really cool i love how they have the different dragons that have like specific abilities around protecting your other team like it's a very cool team-based dragon game which seems weird like don't see it a lot but i can see this being especially if you get really into it a very competitive and fun time yeah Yeah, I definitely agree. So now that we've gone through our indie shout outs for this week, it is time to hop into our listener questions. We are blazing. I know. I was just thinking about this. I was like, you got somewhere to be? Because like we're going real fast. This is like, no, we're we're sticking with that GDQ theme. You know, it's speed run week. It's kind of weird. Like normally the odd tangents about the Pope being a lizard person would normally take us over the edge of that hour. You'd think. You'd but think. for some I've reason been, I've today. I've been interrupting you a lot in this episode. Just like just like now. And yet still yeah. we're making good time. I don't know what's happening. I don't no. know. Maybe we're forgetting to happening. say things. Did we skip a segment? It's always possible. It's you a- know, we're not exactly the tightest ship over here. So... <laughs> Uh, Mr. Wombat Emperor of Australia writes in and says, what's the creepiest thing that has ever happened to you? Big Josh boy. Before we recorded, you said you were just going to make some shit up. (laughs) Have you actually come up with something (laughs) that you could think of? This is the creepiest thing that's ever happened to you. I'll I'll say, I don't know. This isn't the creepiest, but this is something that that was creepy to me. Um, so I, I recently talked about how, uh, my, my doggo passed, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And so one of the weirdest things is very rarely, but occasionally the doggo would sleep in the bed with us. Um, we usually tried to always be like, no, you can't. But sometimes she would. And my wife, uh, one of the things she got because she like wanted a little support thing. So she got this little tiny like stuffed animal because she just likes it because she gets to pet it and it reminds her of the dog and it, like helps her cope with it. Right. And yeah. so <laughs> apparently, unbeknownst to me, the way we we uh, like the, the only time I get to play video games is when she goes to bed and then I have time to do stuff because I do not sleep very often. Like I always stay up very late. It's just who I am. And so I went to bed and I got in and she had the little stuffed animal in the bed. 
and I like put my hand down and it kind of like fell on me and I thought it was like the dog or like a big rat or something. And it like, <laughs> I don't know. I was like sleep deprived. I touched the thing. I freaked the fuck out. I was like, what is that? Like had to like move everything around, figured out what it was. And I was like, oh Jesus. And I was like, get that fucking thing out of here. <laughs> All right. So that's, it's not the creepiest thing ever, but man, did it scare me in the moment uh, as of a recent creepy thing that happened. Okay. I mean, I have like, this isn't the creepiest thing that's ever happened to me, but I have a similar story where like my wife, I, I don't know why, but I have this thing sometimes where like if I'm sleeping or like, you know, just about to fall asleep, if you touch me. Like my, my, if you touch me with your leg or something like that, and I don't see you legitimately move, I think there's a snake in my bed. And I don't know where that came from. There's never been a snake in my bed, but for some reason, ever since I was a kid and like, like way, way back when, when I was a kid, I had to share a bed with my brother and like it happened when I was young and I thought there was a snake in the bed and I fucking freaked out. And now as an adult, I still do it. So my wife will like brush my leg with her leg and I will like fucking jump out of the bed and like rip snakes. the covers off. Snakes. You know, it's better to be safe than sorry. Okay. I guess that's true. One day there might be a fucking snake in my bed yeah. and I'll just, I'll bolt, I'll leave her to the snake. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, it's, I, it's just, sorry, Beeb. You're done. You're done. <laughs> All right. I get it. Yeah. I, I mean, it's always been apparently I was just thinking about this now, like while I was saying the story, it's always been like stuffed animals or toys that have creeped me the hell out. I had this one. I don't know if you know Wishbone This very old show with uh, it was a dog specifically is this dog that they called Wishbone. And the whole like premise of Wishbone was that it was based on well-known books oh, yep. and he would be dressed as one of the characters like he would be robin hood and he'd be dressed as robin hood as this little dog and they would go through like the reenactments of these stories and i had a, a doll when i was a uh, young kid uh of this wishbone dog and it had a little voice pack in it that would have like if you like grabbed his tail or grabbed his feet he would say a different thing and it would just trigger even though no one was touching it and would start talking at like three in the morning and we just start making noises and then we like took the battery pack out, but it would still do it. And we did not understand why. And it, it's the weirdest friggin' thing. I don't know what that dog was possessed is the only thing. That's I some fucking poltergeist shit, dude. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's always been it's always stuffed animals or toys like get these fucking toys out of here. I don't trust okay. them. I don't trust right. them. Uh, legitimately, the creepiest thing I can still think of is. When I was a kid, we were like, uh, me, Chase, his sisters, like my, the reason we, uh, actually met is because my mom and their mom, uh, they worked together and my mom would watch her kids while their mom was, you know, working, doing whatever, whenever she needed help. So they would always come over to our house and we basically just became like fast friends. We'd always play in the backyard and stuff. Mm -hmm. There was one time that all of us vividly remember this and none of us can explain it, but it's the creepiest thing where we were playing like, I think like hide and seek or war or some dumbass shit, mm -hmm. you know what kids do. And we all appeared around the house. Like we were, our house was essentially an L where it yeah. was like, you know, 
And we were on this side of the L, looking over to the other side to where the fence was, and their stepsister was like suspended by her toes on our fence. And it's legitimately still the creepiest thing that has ever happened to me. Where I'm like, like, are you uh, like a vampire? What's like that? she was doing that on her own volition? Yeah. Or like, oh, mm-hmm. okay. I was like, like, she was actually doing it. Nah, dude, it was a ghost. Yeah. Yeah, it was a ghost. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Maybe don't know. she's a vampire. Like, yeah, she's very goth now and super into subdom stuff. So, like, maybe she's a vampire. Nobody knows. You know? know? She knows. It's interesting. Uh, but yeah, that's the creepiest thing that's ever happened to me. It's a little bit weird. Or like, you know, when you wake like everyone knows when you have brothers and stuff, you wake up, you got somebody's like ball sack or butt cheeks, like an inch away from your face. It's whatever. It's fun stuff. Uh, So (laughs) that's what I define as fun. Phil also writes it and says, do you think games should come with manuals like they did back in the day? Or are they a waste of space? Big Josh boy. Waste of space. Do you think that they should come with them? I think they're a waste of space. I think it's cool. Like I, I like the idea of them because when I was a kid, I used to love them and I would, you know, like flip through them. Super cool now. But like as an adult, as a person who anytime I get any piece of like something, like I'm very much, I hate clutter. And I feel like if I had that, I wouldn't know where to put it. And I would be like, just fucking throw it out. And then I was like, well, but a lot of my stuff is all digital anyway. Right. So like, I could technically have they could come with pdfs right and then i was thinking about the same thing and i was like i'm never gonna fucking open that like just i'd end up just deleting it anyway so look i know that there's people who like it i get it i think it's kind of cool but like for me waste of space i think it was like oh so the waste of space thing I find funny because the space is there. It's always been there. It's not like they've never utilized that space appropriately outside of a fucking like outside of a manual. But I, I guess I don't think that like, I like them. I've always liked them, but nowadays games are so tutorialized where like it defeats the purpose of having a manual. Mm -hmm. It just like, It would basically just be a place where it reiterates knowledge that you would get within the first five minutes of a game anyway. So it like doesn't really matter. Granted, it was very similar way back in the day where like things still had immense tutorials, but games are just so handholdy nowadays where it's like we we don't need manuals for the most part. I think it's cool. I think it's like a really cool boutique item. Yeah. But no, I do not think that they need to be there anymore. If anything, it's not a waste of space. It's a waste of resources. It's like, a waste of space. Why? why? Shame, man. Here's I do love but, that like you like, were talking about not being able to do clutter. And like if you look between like obviously my background's a little bit different. You can't really see it right now. But there's so much clutter here. And you've basically taken all of your like the things you've loved and just put it on one shelf one, yeah. in the background. Dude, in your you office. know how much like I have that didn't go there and is just like tucked away. <laughs> And I'm just like, I just want a small little shrine of it, right? I don't want yeah. this giant thing. Like, yeah, if you turn the the lights on back there for you, but most people can't see it. They just see your yeah, lights. Yeah, I think like, I don't know, maybe. Yeah, there you oh, go. There yeah, you yeah, go. there you go. You kind of see it. Yeah, it's like just the entirety of it. But here's here's the thing. Like, I liked manuals back then, not because they taught me anything or they had like the instructions. I don't give a 
crap about that but it was just the fact that they had all the like the little pictures to it and then i'm like at that point i'm like yeah. just make an art book right and they still have things like that and i'd rather just have an art book like why have this little manual that gives me nothing other than like a few little pictures yeah yeah it's a good point the only time i can honestly say i ever really delved into a manual was like the kingdom hearts 2 manual for some reason i read that shit like front to back yeah. i don't know why and i was I, like what's up with this gummy ship dude i gotta know it's like it's so <laughs> weird <laughs> ship looking mighty thick um i think that games like the metal gear solid games that had you have to use the manual to understand some dumb fucking shit in their parts. manual yeah certain parts of the game where you'd have to actually be like what do i do and then you'd look in the instruction manual and there would be some kind of reference to it i think stuff like that is super cool but there's definitely different ways to do that right like yeah i just yeah don't. i i i think like so when me as like when i have like kind of collected on and off as a piece of like collectible, I do shoot for complete in box. So like I will go around my local store and I will like open them. If they don't have the manual, I'll be like, hey, I could just wait. Or like I will double purchase a game basically just to get a manual or just That's ask nuts. them if I can have a manual, like all sorts of different stuff. But from a collector standpoint, I like manuals, but moving forward, there's no reason to have them anymore. No. Like it's just that would be the like the waste of space thing where it's just like the thing, the the space in the case only exists for like the possibility of a manual or codes. So it's just like, ah, eh, maybe from now on, PS5 forward well, nobody's fucking with manuals or anything let's just not play with the like stupid little prongs on the inside of the case yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it is kind of weird that fine. for so long we had that standard like size and standard piece of the game that never had either anything in it or it was like just a card and it was like what are we doing yeah. like why did like we make a million of these like a billion of the same sized cases and just be like well we're stuck like nintendo is the only company for a while that was just like we're doing every size and you're like nintendo all right slow your roll like <laughs> you need to pick fucking something. <laughs> but like everyone else was like yeah it always has to be this size and you're like how big are the cds and they're like half the size and you're like why then they're like ah, who cares <laughs> Why not? That's the real question. Uh, so Zach writes in and says, what's your favorite slang for Wang? Personally, I have a hard time not laughing every time I hear somebody say Schwanz. Schwanz. I've literally never heard anyone say that it's, before. Yeah. I don't know Yiddish. how anyone casually works that into conversation. Schwanz. You're looking mighty schwancy today. <laughs> <laughs> Big Joshua, what's your favorite slang for Wang? First off, I think Wang slang sounds great. Like this is I know, we should, I really appreciate that. We should make that. up a whole segment that is recurring called Wang slang. I would That's a good that's a good one right that's, there. That's what we need. I imagine fucking the Wombat Emperor would appreciate it. You I know? know. He's always he's always wanting to talk about it. There were so I I enjoy the fact that uh um whenever we get one of these questions that has kind of a an easily answerable type of uh answer to it i don't know where i'm going with this but we have people who will fucking jump in and be like this is my answer and i love when we get these <laughs> uh because joel uh jumped in and chose mine which is the basic term which is just pee pee i love <laughs> i love saying pee pee it's so and probably one of the the reasons why is just because 
anytime I think about it, I think of my one friend who I love this kid to death. He's so uh, he's just very much a character. And he's this uh, very tall kid who is always super nice, always very happy. He's like always seemingly has a smile on his face. And uh, he would wear these tight shorts where he always had the very biggest package that you could imagine. And so it was like, yeah, this, you're like, you've got that male camel toe. Yeah, on, bro. <laughs> and so it was this big like thing with a bunch of us where we were just like, dude's packing like he's got to be. He's got to be. He's got to be. <laughs> and so one day, finally, I forget it. It was something this girl kind of like mentioned it. And he's like, what are you talking about? And I was just like, it's because of your package, bro. Your dick is huge. <laughs> and he goes, what? My pee pee? <laughs> it was like the most just like innocent way of asking and so it's the funniest thing and every time i think of pp i just i can't help but laugh um i loved his response too he was like did not play into it he was like no man i just got big balls i know right just like i ain't packing no heat i just got fat nuts yeah. you know and i was like all right man you good yeah okay you gotta you know what you gotta choose your brand and you chose correctly yeah okay okay yeah Average uh, size for BB. me, I mean, it really just depends on the scenario where I'm going for like if I'm going for shock value, you know, you got to go with like fat cock. Like you really got to shoot for I that mean, one because it's you, really uncomfortable. Yeah, you know? I, I don't want anyone to clip this, but you can't go wrong with a fat cock. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would say my favorite is is just kind of like the innocence of chub i think that one's really funny <laughs> it's just so dumb to the point where like my wife and i now will just like casually bring up chub as like an innuendo like there's this gigantic like weird tube of meat that she buys mm. at that the grocery store oh, it's like sketch meat i, I but hate like, those they always yes yeah, she buys this gigantic thing and we call it a thick chub and it's just like <laughs> i don't know why it's just so funny <laughs> god but very yeah gross. um can't Thank go you, wrong Zach. with the fat cocks so that is the end of this episode thanks everyone so much for listening if you'd like to chat with us outside of the show if you would like us to actually chat about indie games and not uh our like you know the word we use wang for slang. taint or anything yeah wang slang be sure to write in your questions you can do so on twitter or you can of course just hop into our discord write them in the listener questions bit and we will get to them the next time we record but Make sure but to follow us on Twitter at IndiePod. Uh, follow me, Vaughn, at High Legion. Follow Josh at the underscore George 90. Be sure to check out our developer interview with Miro Straka mm -hmm. uh, of Straka Studios, the developers of Loot River. That one is going live once again on Wednesday, the 12th of January. Each and every Wednesday, be sure to check out those sweet-ass developer interviews. Uh, check out the Teespring store for IndiePod. You can get this shirt. You can get other shirts. You can get hoodies. Uh, you can get a bunch of cool stuff. You can get stickers. It's super fun. Super fun. Uh, check out our YouTube where you can watch these episodes. Be sure to leave us reviews on any site in which you can do so, specifically iTunes and Spotify. Spotify. I Spotify totally forgot. Spotify is real easy to do, folks. Just click oh. like two buttons and give us five stars so we can get out there, you know? And we can actually, I don't know, talk about indie games or whatnot. 
Or we could just okay, keep talking okay, about okay, wangs. Okay. I don't know. Whatever you want. Yeah, we could do more some <clears throat> wang slaying. It's cool. It's cool. Uh, and lastly, thank you so much to all of our amazing patrons at the $3 tier or higher. If you give us any amount of money or any amount of your time, you're absolutely fantastic and we love you for it. But we got to thank those $3 tiers and higher. So mm-hmm. thank you so much to Ryan, Ethan, a gamer for fun. John, it's just John. <laughs> Zach Durham, Chase Hopkins, Philip Renshaw, the Wombat Imp of Australia, Sam Fillion from Canada. Thank you all so much. You're all so amazing. And we will talk to you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. But for real, though, you want to start Wang Slang? Just like a oh, new, just like yeah, a new show. Dude, let's whole just, new make show. A, just make a whole new show. Stop talking about indie games entirely and just like go full deep into the chaos. Yeah, that's our indie pod after dark is called oh, Wang Slang. Would be so real, great. Ah. Fucking, good. you know what? Zach just gave us a million dollar idea, and I'm telling you right now, I won't pay him for it. What's Hell up? yeah, suck it, Zach. <laughs> our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.